Hello, everybody. It's Mary Lynn Harris here of Heart of Work, and I am here with Annie. And uh, this podcast show is about creating an impactful legacy, and it's all about workplace wellness. You know, um, being kind and having fun and being happy at work. So I'm happy to have Annie with me today on this call. So um, welcome, Annie. Thank you. Yeah. So Annie has a lot more experience, a lot of experience, actually. I think she's been at it for a little a long time. How long have you been at it for Annie? <laughs> well, I'm 52 now, so I think I've uh, probably had 30 years of um, business and life experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, how long have you been doing what you're doing now? I've been doing my business, which is called Lipstick Consulting. I've been, I set that up about seven years ago. Oh, and okay. that was after, after finishing, I had my five children. So after being, being a mom and I did three degrees in there and, and were building my career and I really felt the need to actually be able to, to support women, uh, yeah. hopefully uh, help them on their journey and mm-hmm. uh, share my learnings. And, and I actually just love um, having the opportunity to um, help people grow and to be part of their journeys as well. So that's why I started. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's always amazing. You know, we decide who our audience is after we've gone through some sort of experience. And Mm. then we decide, hey, I have something to share to that group or person or persons, you know, kind of thing. And that's sort of how it goes, you know. Yeah, it's just, um, so it's always interesting. Or else when we try to shift gears to do something else somebody said oh but this is so much better i'm like oh, i don't really want to do it anymore <laughs> <laughs> well it's often i meet a lot of people through my business who, who are looking for you know well how do i know what my purpose and my passion is and all that sort of thing and often it is it actually comes to you it's the things that actually shine out of you naturally it's the things right. that people ask of you and and that's what i found after i'd sort of um, built my career and, and I had people actually coming up to me going, oh my gosh, you should share that more. I'd love to learn from you in this way. Right. Or what are your tips here? And so it actually just comes quite naturally. It's quite under your nose. Whereas, you know, sometimes you can sort of try too hard to right. try and find what it is that you're actually good at. It's usually the things that you're just living and breathing and loving really. Right, right, right. Yeah. Great. So tell us how you got started doing what you're doing. I know you shared a little bit a few minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I uh, started the business about seven years ago and it was because I was sort of a bit of a crossroads of my life and so I got married at 20 I've been married for 32 years now I had five children including two sets of twins uh, 22 26 months apart yeah. uh, so pretty pretty crazy sort of family family life in there um, I had a lot of sort of negative or limited belief systems I sort of yeah. got told oh, you wouldn't be able to do business or you wouldn't sort of progress in certain ways and and so I had um, grown my career anyway I then ended up through there doing three degrees and so I was working as a CEO oh, got lots of sirens happening um, I was working as a CEO of the Australasian Society for Ultrasound Medicine, actually. And uh, and I went on a massive hike. So it was my first time that I actually left my comfort zone. I got really fish and I went on a hike to um, near Everest Base Camp. And so there I was actually, when, I'm ta- when you're taken away, you know, I was taken away from my comfort zone. I was taken away from things that I naturally did well. And, and I suddenly had a lot of time to, to think while I was on the trail to actually decide, well, what do I want to do as well as my career? And so the business, my lipstick consulting came out because I, um, 
I ended up saying to my husband, I, you know, I feel like, you know, when you haven't showered for a couple of weeks, you feel like, I, I said, I feel like I need some lipstick. And he goes, you don't need lipstick. You're out in the middle of wild, like no one cares. And I said, yeah. well, that's the thing I care. I want to know what makes me feel better. I want to do what makes me shine. And it was sort of a symbolic when I came back, I said, yeah, I'm going to call myself Lipstick Consulting because one, obviously, I want to mentor and coach women. Right. But two, it, actually, I say to women I coach, what's your lipstick? You know, what's that one thing you need today right. to empower you to shine in your circumstance? So it might be a bit of confidence. It might be an affirmation. It might be yeah. uh, being part of my program and having the tribe support them in what they're trying to achieve. Right. Everyone needs something uh, to make them pop and feel feel loved and supported, and so it sort of culminated there, I suppose. Right, right. No, that's that's um, it's cool. It's just nice that you took yourself away out of your comfort zone, and I think that's when you discover it, really. You know, oh. place that you really want to do. Absolutely. And even my kids were saying, you know, things like, well, mom, I never knew you liked, you know, fitness so much. I never knew this. And it's kind of like, I didn't even know it myself. <laughs> I, you know, when you've been a mom of, you know, for, you know, 15, 20 years, and you're always doing everything for them, plus trying to juggle your career. It was the first time I actually stopped and went, you know, I like this. I love being out in nature. I love feeling fit yeah. and healthy. And so it was a bit of a revelation, you know, quite late, which is why yeah. I empower women to do it earlier now. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, it's been, it's been a really great journey for me. Yeah, awesome, awesome. And so can you tell me a little bit some of the biggest obstacles your clients face? Yeah, uh, so the main, main clients who come to me, I offer a 12-month um, course called Magic Transformation and it's sort of half of it is um, make magic personally and half of it is make magic professionally and obviously mm -hmm. if you do the full program right. there's there's a lot of transformation and so um, so the women who actually come into that are usually overcommitted feeling overwhelmed and juggling business and life you know and that's sort of the modern modern situation that they generally are, are without them realizing they're actually looking for clarity they're looking for simplicity and they're looking for focus. How do I actually do the things I'm doing well and removing all of the distractors or the things that uh, just aren't serving me well, aren't building me up? Uh, so they're taking on too much. And so part of the program and my, my um, mentoring and support is actually to help them. We have massive, I have heaps of um, editable PDFs. I've got 16 modules. It's all online and fully flexible. Plus they become part of a support group online. And so all of that actually helps them over, over the few months to actually realize, what I'm doing is generally too much. That's why I'm overwhelmed. I am overcommitted. I can see where I prioritize now what I want and what I don't want, what I'm taking on, what's someone else's issue mm. uh, and all that sort of thing. So they get to learn about, a lot about themselves and the decisions they make. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and what they're really wanting is actually someone to believe in, in them, support them, take them through step by step so it's achievable and not more overwhelming and to um, succeed in the things that actually bring them joy and satisfaction. So, uh, yeah, it's been really successful. Uh, I, love, I love working uh, with the people on my program. Mm -hmm. Very good, very good. So I just wanted to quickly just kind of divert a bit. It's just that, you know, the women that come to you, are they from uh, working in the corporate world or are they basically in their own business? Like, how do they come to you? 
How do they come to me? Most, I have a broad range actually. So my classic, my demographic, if you like to profile a person is around 28 to 45 year old woman who's working in career and juggling, um, having having kids phase. Yeah. Saying that, I, I have quite a lot of corporate ladies because I've set up mentoring programs in companies. Mm -hmm. And so through that network, and I speak at lots of business events um, and so forth. So I do acquire my customers through that realm. Saying that, I also have quite a lot of moms who come to me through the Make Magic personally. And then well, during that time, they go, gee, if I'm going to be sort of part-time work for a number of years now, and they start hearing my experiences, yeah. many of them then become entrepreneurs, set up businesses, and they sort of go, oh, actually, I want the full package. Um, or so, so there's no one sort of size fit. I, I try and make my course so therefore it can be customised for the situation that they're in. We're all on a journey and so it doesn't matter if, if you're going for a big pitch or if you're going for the next job promotion or if you're actually working part-time or you're needing tips on how to set up a business or if you actually go I actually need to not feel guilty about that because I'm at home and I'm enjoying that time now and I need to focus this on my own personal development. Right. Uh, it, it's pretty broad ranging actually which is why I have the full program and why I have the two separate because mm -hmm. some will just want life some will just want professional and most want the whole uh, combination yeah well it's hard you can't really divide them out i mean yeah. if you're yeah. an entrepreneur it's all it can't be it's all in exactly a little bit of that and i'm going to keep it separate it never works that way Exactly. And that's where I think a lot of men, particularly male programs, is kind of like, this is your business training as if, you know, women don't work that way. They don't go to work and forget about their life. And I mean, I have uh, many women working for me and, and, you know, and obviously the dads are getting better at that. But, you know, it, you are a, a working mom, you know, or, or you just think differently. And so, yeah, I, I think it's completely integrated. But, you know, some people don't start off thinking that, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah, I think sometimes what happens is that, as you know, with women that you're working with different categories of women, is that, oh, well, I'm going to be an entrepreneur and my life is going to be different. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be different. And you can't yeah. separate work from life. It's all one. Yeah. And a lot of the social media stories go, oh my gosh, you know, become an entrepreneur and money will be coming in while you're sleeping and you get this flexibility and you'll be working on your yacht and all this sort of stuff. And like, really, it, you know, the entrepreneurial journey is not like that. You know, it's a lot of hard work. It's, it's working a long hours to get yourself set up. And, you know, and those times come uh, when you're doing things right, but it, it doesn't happen overnight. The reality is you need a lot of support. You need to join the right networks to appreciate and learn from each other. You need to realize that, yeah, you, you know, you have to juggle the same things as people do um if you're going to a workplace uh, yeah. yeah 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 no it's so important i think it, that is so important and like you were saying it's the journey it's not so much you know a station i'm at this station for this this time and then move on to the next time. i know that's right <laughs> okay give us uh, some examples some of the challenges that you find mostly that women seem to be facing other than just maybe, um, I guess, reinventing themselves or mm. whatever it is that you find the biggest obstacle that you see that are happening right now? 
Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll find a few. One of them is mindset. It's a limited belief. It's like, well, this is my situation at the moment. So lots of blanket statements. I can't do that. I wouldn't be able to do that. Um, you know, I don't have the capacity to do that. And they're sort of very interesting, you know, mindset beliefs that come from core, core um, uh, learnings about themselves. And so there's a lot of rewriting people's narratives or stories that I work with people. So, well, why do you think that? Why is it impossible? And, and I'm the classic example to come back to them because that's right I had five children including two sets of twins well that's the first thing well how did you do that how did you go off and get trained you know extra degrees how did you get those things and I go on the surface of it it was not possible but actually anything's possible so we break it down and so forth so there's a lot of mindset issues there's a lot of boldness and confidence um, I suppose to actually go for opportunities you know so the you know they all go the amount of people who say oh you're so lucky that you've got those things it's not like you know that they need to hear you know what I might have applied for a a hundred jobs before I got that job. Yeah. You know, I might have, you know, I have been beavering away, even my program. Oh, it's so lovely and beautiful and pretty. Yeah, but I, I you know, I typed away my 16 modules. I pre-recorded all that stuff. I'm constantly updating. It's, it's you know, it's hard work. And yeah. so the, the one, it's the ability to realize what is required and to break that down to achievable steps. I think the quick fix mentality, the quick yeah. win uh, is, is really overwhelming and intimidating for a lot of my clients. Mm-hmm. And also just the boldness to go, okay, well, if I do it, how do I actually, then there's the other side of that of confidence and actually go, yeah, I'm here for that position because I, I believe I'm I'm worthwhile for it. I'm qualified, I'm educated, um, I have the skills and put yourself out there. Um, a lot of women for some reason hold back in that area uh, more than men, um, I have found. And so they need quite a lot of, yeah, just practice, you know, practice on interview practice, um, pitching practice, all that sort of thing. So there, there are a few key areas, I think, that, um, are quite restricting and they do greatly impact uh, their personal and professional um, opportunities. Yeah. So can you share some of stories like or examples of clients you've worked with and how they've transformed themselves? Yeah. Um, okay. So I've had a few who have set up businesses and so they have been in businesses that uh, just weren't working for them. You know, we all get into, sometimes we, we know exactly what we want to do. You know, if I was male 30 years ago, I would have just done an MBA straight out of school, <laughs> and, you know, and become a businesswoman, which is where I am now. Um, but because I um, got married at 20 and I was a woman, I did nursing and then I did um, a master's of education and then I did business and kind of all the way along round, round um, suddenly um, became um surprise surprise in business and so I I find quite a lot of women I've worked with have done that they've they've sort of done something a bit by default or they've done a career and they went well I spent that time three or four years at university I can't waste it but you've got the whole rest of your life and so there's a number of women who I've then uh, mentored and supported and a lot of that comes down to while you want to integrate it with your personal side what do you actually love what do you breathe and those women sometimes they're more creative Mm -hmm. Uh, they need to express themselves they're dying in an office location you know they want to so it might be that they need to actually you know have an art business or 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 set up their own company to have that sort of autonomy and I've got one who set up her own medical practice for example Um, I've got others who have become entrepreneurs and sell their own products online and so forth so but they didn't start out in that way they actually started off doing you know becoming a teacher or doing 
sort of business or secretarial uh, and they've actually gone and discovered uh, it's it's never too late to change you know I've got another another lady who's doing a law degree in her 50s you know because she always wanted to and, and for her it was a really big thing that she hadn't achieved her goal you know and now she's like going you know finally that revelation well I can still do it you know why not um, and she's doing brilliantly and it's just yeah. transformed her you see that joy you know when people are in their own zone their own space they know and living um breathing um what they love doing you can tell you know it gives them energy they breathe better they smile more you know yeah. so um yeah so that sort of thing they're, they're they're broad ranging um yeah all of all of my clients you know some of them it's um you know while they're working on one thing their business and life they'll actually then get yeah, fitter and healthier because they're in a community that then supports that side of their life and right. so that's that's a really big thing too. A lot of people I work with don't know what their purpose is, what they what they want to achieve, what they what they even want their legacy to be. You know, suddenly, you know, I've got one who um, was working as an infant's primary teacher, and she's mm -hmm. sort of doing that. She knows she's a good teacher, but she also loves being an actress. Mm -hmm. And so she's chosen at the moment to work part time. So she works mm -hmm. 20 hours at a different school and then she can audition for all of her roles. And, and at this stage of her life, she can, you know, she doesn't have all of those expenses. Mm -hmm. There's a cost. Uh, I've got another lady who was just drowning working five days a week and she ended up, um, she's ended up saying, okay, well, if I lose, you know, 20% uh, of my wages and I get a day off, so she has wellness Wednesdays now and it's just transferred her life. So she's saying, actually, you know what? The mental health damage to me was way more than that 20% of wages that I've lost. So now she spends Wednesdays, you know, painting and doing her art and doing all the things she needs to do. And she's, she's really happy. Yeah. So it's, it's no one size fits all. Uh, it's about balance and achieving what you want to do in your life. And the, that's the end of the day you know that's that's what we all want to do isn't it you know that's why we're we're living our life so that we can go yeah i enjoy doing this and i i contribute i'm happy for myself and i also contribute to yeah. others yeah because i think you brought up a good point there about wellness you know we have to be uh, i always say you have to be kind to yourself <clears throat> yeah in order to achieve whatever it is that you want to do right because if you're not oh. If you're not well for yourself, like you're saying, your your client takes the day off to do art or whatever she wants to do, complete that. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, how can you look after yourself if you even go back to the old Maslow's hierarchy of needs? You know, if you're not actually, you know, feeling safe and secure and eating well and drinking and having a good diet, you know, how can you possibly achieve success and, and to be able to put yourself out there? You know, if you're having issues of domestic violence, um, you know, we've got people who, you know, live in a car or in terrible situations, they can't possibly be thriving. You've got people who are exhausted because of the hours that they're doing uh, they can't, you know, that will have to uh, culminate in personal um, issues, mental health issues. Right. And so the whole aspect of mental health and wellness has to be a core part, I believe, mm -hmm. of any uh, program that people put themselves through to actually achieve balance. And, and I've noticed that dramatically, you know, so I, I've got incredibly uh, fitter and healthier over the last few years. And that's just helped my ability to, right. you know, to work, to achieve, to problem solve, to do all of those parts of my life because mm -hmm. I now... Um, 
have chosen to do that, but it also then, it actually just makes me feel good, you right. know? So I think, but that's time consuming. I'll have other people who say, well, I don't have time to get to the gym or, or to do this, so I don't have the money for certain foods. But, you know, it, it, we've all got 24 hours. It's actually learning how do we spend those 24 hours right. and how to, and it goes down to values. And yeah. so I do a lot of work about around that. So what do you value? You end up doing what you value and, and you, you know, you achieve what you believe, really. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. That's so true. You know, it's just taking a look at some of your great examples that you just shared, and and um, yeah, just being well within yourself, and then yeah. more well whatever you decide to do. Right. Yeah. Need to share um, quickly about. Um, I know you already shared kind of services you offer and. Um, your clients you like to work with. Um, are there any couple of tips that you'd like to share that maybe somebody who's watching this video says, hey, I, I just want one or two things to help me get started. And then they want to reach out to you. So maybe. Yeah, can- sure. So first of all, they can reach out to me via my website, which is anniegibbons.com. And there they'll see my program and what I offer. Uh, I also have lots of free resources there and things that they can access straight away. I encourage um, anyone watching to go to my free resources because that's got a basic um, book on self-care and also on mindset. It's also got uh, resources. It's got a beautiful our 12-month affirmations calendar, uh, which I think is really important. So yeah. the advice I'd actually go before you start looking at massive goals, break them down. That's what I help people do. I, I do success planning and, and that means finding out what you want to achieve and then we work backwards and we do really small achievable chunks because that's, you know, that's what we actually want. I also encourage people to celebrate every win you know I meet so many people who only get excited when they get to the end you know (laughs) and uh, it's a long time waiting you know and often there's many hurdles in that time and so I actually go every day like I have webinars every uh, twice a week for people in my program and I always start with a what are you grateful for today and then share something that you've actually achieved and there's always something there's a oh well I'm you know I'm in my program and I did this little bit and everyone's like yes because if you are stepping to towards your goal that's a step you know that's a good thing you know and that's it that's what success is it's actually all of those micro steps that actually are going in the right direction and 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 getting you to achieve what you're wanting to achieve and so I find that's very motivating I think people need to be motivated and connected to an energy and to you know a force that supports their dreams so knowing what they want breaking it down into achievable use some of my free resources that are really great it's got some really good questions start journaling and break down what you want and then get yourself aligned to someone who can help support you and bring you into a tribe mine's called a tribe or a community that supports that um, and supports them you know mm-hmm. uh, that's where it's really great you know there's so many people who are just out for themselves you know and yeah. whereas actually the most of the growth happens when you you link up with others who are all on journeys that which are heading in the same direction and you learn off each other you support each other and it really is an amazing energy that gets formed and and that's motivating you know so i think the quick tips are find find a space that you can get motivated find out what you actually want to achieve and then break it down so that you can start achieving the micro goals right. and definitely look at my resources on self-care and mindset because they're the right. two foundations for right. anything you're wanting to achieve of course yeah 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 
Absolutely. Well, it's great. I've been I enjoyed listening to your stories and uh, you sharing your experiences. I just started getting, getting the hiccups, and I'm like, okay, let's not go hiccuping. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going, okay. and I don't want to speak, and then start hiccuping. <laughs> But anyway, I want to uh, say thank you for coming on to the show today. I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, definitely look up. I'll have uh, Annie's uh, stuff posted on uh, podcasts.hardatworkonline.org uh, and she'll have her own page there. So you can look her up there. And of course, it'll be on Anchor soon as well. So um, anyway, thank you, Annie, uh, for joining me. And um there's any last minute things you'd like to say just go ahead uh, otherwise i'll just close up the call no thank you so much it's been a great joy coming on your program so be yeah. blessed and have a great day i'm envious of you of your nice sunny weather over there <laughs> <laughs> yes it is it's lovely <laughs> okay in australia so um it's four o'clock there and it's nine o'clock here p.m here so that's why it's really dark right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for staying up for me. <laughs> okay. okay. Bye-bye. Thanks so much. Okay. Bye-bye.